are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. I'll say it one more time. Good enough to go around again. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Now I want to preach on the title of a message, Stay Connected. Stay connected. Pastor Service, please pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for your love for each one of us. We thank you for your concern for each one of us. Pray now, God, that you would speak to us, that you would challenge us, that you would let our hearts come alive in love for you and for each other. God, those that don't know you, save them tonight. Draw us all closer to Christ and each other, we ask in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Get it now? Okay. All right. Okay. So just to say it again, I found out that riding a bike is not just like riding a bike. When people say that, just like riding a bike. No, riding a bike. If you haven't ridden a bike in a while, it's not just like riding a bike. So I got on a bike after three months, and I figured out how to stay upright. I figured sidewalk to the street. But when I tried to shift gears, it was a little different. So I was able to shift to where it's harder to pedal. But when I tried to shift to make it easier to pedal, that didn't work out too good. So I'm going uphill, trying to pedal hard. I was tempted to get off the bike and start walking. That's not the purpose of the bike, but that's how it went. So when I did figure out how to make it easier, I heard this clunking sound every time I, I turn, you know, every time I'm pushing the pedals. I said, okay, hmm. So I, I got about a mile. There's oncoming traffic. I tried to stop, I held the, I, I, I squeezed the right lever, and nothing happened. Oh, I thought this used to work. So I squeezed the left lever. I was supposed to squeeze them both at the same time, but something told me, maybe I need to check this other one just to make sure. So I squeezed the left lever, everything worked out okay. I said, all right, I don't have to meet Jesus today, at least not by the bike. All right. So... I determined that something is wrong with the bike. So found out there was a, a bike shop nearby. Put the bike in the trunk the next morning. Took the bike down to the bike shop and took it in. Told the man what happened. And he said, okay, well, I'll look over the bike and I'll give you an estimate. So I've got the estimate right here. The man gave me the estimate and he said, in order to fix my bike, it will be $396.71. Right here. I paid $50 for that bike. <laughs> Do you think I left the bike down there? No, I didn't. <laughs> I took the bike away and I put it in the trunk. I said, well, I could probably get two or three bikes for that. A couple days a week, I could get a bike. But... Man told me I need tires, I need a gear shifter, I need brakes and, and other things. And so I told him, well, not today. I, I, 
not today, you know. He said, okay, well, you're on your right brake lever. That was disconnected. So when you pulled that and it didn't work, that's why. He said, I reconnected that for you. So at least if you're going to keep riding it, you'll be able to stop. I said, thank you. I think he knew what I was already going to do, right? But I determined that. Now remember, the title of my message is Stay Connected. So I determined that. Of all of the things that, that I needed there, that was the most important thing. Hey, I need to be able to stop. And it was simply just a disconnection. It was disconnected. He reconnected that. Everything, was, well, at least that with the break. That was okay, all right? So we have to remember that we have to stay connected to the source. Stay connected to the power. Stay connected to Jesus. As a believer in Christ, as someone that says, I'm a Christian, you have got to stay connected to Christ. If you're not connected to Christ right now, if you've never given your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right now you are disconnected from the power source of life and salvation and health and blessing everything that there is that could be yours, you are disconnected from it. So the idea today is to get connected and stay connected. We've got a way to stop sinning. We've got a way to start living a holy life. We've got a way to live the way God wants us to live. We've got a way to have spiritual success and victory if we stay connected to Jesus. And so Jesus had a lot to say about our connection to him, because he is the vine. I read to you in John chapter 15, verse 5, Jesus said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. And he was saying, you need to stay connected to me. And so those are the three things I want to look at, the vine, the branches, and stay connected. Jesus in John chapter 15 started out with our relationship with him. And he made it a, a comparison of our relationship with him to the relationship of the vine and the branches. Think about a grape vine, a grape vine. And maybe as Jesus was walking through a garden, he stopped and began a lesson with the disciples and showed them this vine and began to tell them exactly what our relationship with him was supposed to be. We think Maybe when you look at the Word of God, he was talking to the disciples, but still we're gleaning from it 2,000 years later as we come into the realm of Jesus Christ and what God wants us for, to do with our lives. The vine wasn't something new to them. The vine was very important to Israel. It was part of their economy. It was part of where, how, how their money was made. And so the vines were seen all over the place in Palestine and even today. The vine could be grown over the ground, but the ground that you used had to be perfectly clean. They couldn't use any ground. The ground had to be clean, and it took a lot of work for you to have a good vine. It had to be pruned. It had to be, if you wanted to have the best fruit possible, that vine had to, if you wanted to grow luxuriously, it had to have a lot of attention given to it. A lot of attention needs to be given to our relationship with God. And we have to stay clean in order to have that right relationship with him. When we look at different vines in the word of God, we start out with Israel. 
They were the pacifier. God had taken Israel out of the land of Egypt. Remember the story? Moses, right? They were in slavery. Moses came in. God sent Moses in there to lead all the people out. And he brought them out of Egypt's bondage. And he put them in the land of Canaan. Transplanted them out of that place. And he brought them there to Canaan. God wanted to grow this vine. God wanted fruit from this vine. God said, what more could I have done for my vineyard that I have not yet done in it? If any people ever had the benefits of having God, there was no other nation besides the nation of Israel. If any nation ever had God to come in and step in and change everything for them, they had God. That was Israel. And so they were supposed to be the choice vine. They were supposed to be a representation of what God wanted to do in the lives of men and women. Well, what happened? They started growing sour grapes, wild grapes that were sour. God wasn't looking for that. Instead of righteousness, what happened? They produced unrighteousness. Instead of fairness and justice, there were cries coming from the people that they weren't being treated fairly by their own people. And so God had to send somebody else. like when God is working in somebody's life. This is what it looks like when somebody has been set free. This is what it looks like when somebody has the power of God working in their life. That's why Jesus said, I am the true vine. I'm not a copy. I'm the true vine. I'm not a substitute. I am the true vine. You can come unto me. If you need life, if you need power, get connected to me. Get connected because I am the source. When it comes to being saved, we don't need any other substitutes. We don't need any other religion. We've got the best of the best in Jesus Christ. And he's the only one that we have need of. So Jesus is the true vine. Always doing good. Acts chapter 10, verse 38 through 40. All right. Acts chapter 10. Oh, there it is. Okay. Try not to cough in it. All right. We're going to have revival if I keep coughing in this thing. Okay. Acts chapter 10, verse 38 through 40. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that was oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of these things, which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hung on a tree. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly. And so Peter, Peter was preaching to these Gentiles. Peter, who was a Jew, he came into this man's house named Cornelius. 
He was one who was not of Israel, but he wanted to know, what can I do to have a relationship with God? What can I do to get connected, to have real life, real eternal life? He had been praying, asking God to do something in his life, and God sent this man called Peter who had walked with Jesus, and he was telling him that there is a Christ that you have to know. It's not about being good. It's about being born again by the Spirit of God and knowing that Jesus Christ is your all in all. When he preached about Jesus having that sinless life, walking around doing good and healing the sick, raising the dead and casting out devils, but Jesus Christ, that true vine, they cast him out and they killed him when he came in that vineyard. But God didn't let him stay dead. He rose from the dead on the third day. Now he's seated at the right hand of the throne of God with all power, and he's pouring out the Holy Spirit oil that was pressed when he was pressed down, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. God made a wine press that day, and he got the precious oil from the true vine, and it's the Holy Spirit to be poured out upon all those who need the power of God and the source of power. You've got a source of power when you're filled with the Holy Ghost that you can can't get anywhere else. There is no substitute. So you got to get connected to the vine. Get connected and stay connected to the true vine, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. So we remember where our spiritual life supply comes from. We stay connected to it, and we remember that we are parts that need to stay connected. Now, while, we were, while I was at the bike shop, I tried to negotiate certain things to, to happen on the bike, you know, and I, and I was trying to work it like at the auto dealership. I went to the auto dealership not too long ago, and I wanted them to look at our vehicle. They did it for free, so look at our vehicle and tell me what's wrong with the vehicle. And so they gave me this list of, of uh, yellow and red things that you need to do. And so there's certain things, you know, I didn't have anything red by the grace of God, but the, we had some yellows on the list. And so the yellows were warnings. These things are getting ready to go bad, but they're not bad yet. You better start saving money to get them done. Nothing was red, you know, air filters and, and different things like that. And something was cracked, but, you know, there's nothing particular that you need to get done right now. So I thought that the bike shop was the same way. And so I asked the man, well, what do I need to do right now in order to get the, you know, the, 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 the toughest thing or whatever it is? Or, you know, how can I work this out? Maybe I could come back in a few weeks or in a month to, to get the rest of it done. And he said, I really can't do that because all of the things that you need are connected in some way. And so when you, when you need a gear shifter... But on your specific bike, the, the, the brake le levers and the gear shifter, they're connected by wires. So if I do one, I have to do the other. They're connected. If you, I had to chain, my chain was, that's why I heard that clunking sound when I was trying to shift. It said that the chain was stretched out. It said if you replace the chain, but don't replace the gear in the back, new chain, old gear, broken gear. So they're all connected. If I just replace the brakes, what good is that going to do if your tires are going to pop at any time? I said, okay. 
Maybe I should just buy the $45 seat. At least I'll be comfortable if the tires pop. <laughs> but it was just, just opening up my eyes to how certain things are connected. We need to stay connected to the vine. We're no good on our own. We don't, we don't have any strength, any power. We can't take care of anything on our own. We can't get to heaven by ourselves. We need Jesus. We need to be connected to him. He's got everything. He puts us together. We're together when we're with him. We're together when we're with one another. We're supposed to gather together in the name of Jesus. We come together. That's where we get our strength from. That's where we get our power from. I see you lifting up your hands. That helps me if I'm down. You come and you see me lifting up my hands. That may help you to say, I can go another day. I can come another service. Hey, you see somebody bringing somebody new to church, that should excite you and say, hey, if they can bring somebody, I can bring somebody too. I want to be a soul winner. I want to see somebody come and get saved. We come and we pray in the name of Jesus. If everybody came to the prayer meeting on Sunday night, boy, how much could God move in a service like that? Some people might just be walking down the street and God will just tell them to come on in and boy, they can get saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. We don't know what God can do. We need one another. So we got to stay connected. We need everybody to come and get on in. The shepherd needs the sheep and the sheep need the shepherd. The husband and the wife, they're a team. They need one another and we need the vine because we are only branches. When we figure out as fast as we can that we are just branches, we're no good on our own. On our own and in our own strength, we're only good for burning. But when we're part of the vine, we can start producing fruit. We can start doing something good for God. Our lives can be changed in other people's as well because we're connected to the source of power. So we have to stay connected. How do we do that? We have union and communion. Union and communion. And so the union, you hear about union and say they are in perfect union. A man and a woman may be in perfect union, but it takes communion to keep it together. It takes communion for a man and a woman to keep their relationship going. Daily love and talking to one another and, and, and bouncing ideas off of each other. Talking about the future, reminiscent of the good things of the past. The same thing with your relationship with God. You've got to be walking in agreement with Jesus Christ and whatever it is that he wants you to, to do in your life. Whatever he wants to do, we've got to pray. We've got to seek the word of God. We've got to know what it is that he wants for us to to do. So we have to stay in communion with him. Stay connected. Stay connected. There's a place in Maryland called Girdle Tree. Girdle Tree, Maryland. Now if you think about this, like especially when I first saw this, think about Girdle Tree. And I thought, Girdle on a tree? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. This actual town in Maryland, upon further investigation, we find out that this is a process that farmers use to bring trees down. So what they do is they take an axe 
and they make a ring around the tree. They're cutting off the sap delivery system from the bottom of the tree to the top and from the top to the bottom. And make this ring around the tree so that next year, when they have to take the tree down, because there's no sap that has been delivered, there's no source of life that has been delivered throughout that tree, it's easy to take that tree down the next year. This process also works in the believer's life. If you get to a place where you have cut off your source of strength, and you have cut off your source of power, it will be easy for the devil to take you down. So you have to stay connected. You have to be serious about coming to church. You have to be serious about your relationship with God. You have to be serious about being a soul winner. You want, the, you want for God's life to come in, but don't just store it up and leave it in there. You've got to go out and you've got to tell somebody about what Jesus Christ has done for you. He delivers the power to you. You deliver it to somebody else. The fruit is not just for you, but it's for other people to take part of. God blesses you. God does something in your life. He saves you, saves you from drugs and alcohol. He saves you from a whole horrible life, and also hell. And you're supposed to go out and tell other people, this is what God did in my life, and he can do it for you. That's what God wants us to do. That's what we're supposed to do. We are the branches. We're supposed to go out and show just how good it is to be part of the vine. The world ought to be jealous of the fruit that you got. I said, man, look at their fruit. I'm not bearing anything but stuff that harms me and hurts me. Boy, they're bearing that fruit that makes them feel good and makes them look good. And they got no hangover after it's all done. I need some of that. Amen. That's what God wants for us to show and wants for us to do. So how do we stop the girdling? How do we stop the devil from putting a girdle on us? <laughs> Jesus in John chapter 15, verse 7. He said, if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. And so to remain in Jesus means to stay strong, to stay in close touch with the master, and to don't get disconnected. The devil knows that you can't do anything spiritually, that you can't reach anybody. You have no influence with anybody if you get disconnected from the vine, and he's going to try to do whatever he can to stop you. But Jesus said, remain in him. Stay in him. Stay connected to him. You may be tempted to stop. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. You may be tempted to stop, to leave church, to say, I'm out of here. This is over. I can't take this anymore. Turn that around. I can do all things through Christ with strengthening me because I'm part of the vine. I'm a branch connected, and I can do this in Jesus' name. 
So stay connected to him. What does staying connected look like? It looks like that we have fellowship with Jesus Christ. When we stay connected, we love other people. When we stay connected, we have a deeper relationship with God's word. If you imagine just everybody that came in here and they all come under the influence of Jesus Christ on a Sunday morning, all these people that come every Sunday morning, that they actually fully surrendered unto God and everybody wanted a relationship with God. They wanted their friends and family to come and get a relationship with God, that their lives would actually be different from what they were before they came in this service. They would find that fellowship with God, a relationship with Him, the love of the Word of God, prayers being answered, God moving in people's lives, people filled with the Spirit of God. That's what it means to be connected to Jesus. And so he's got a wine press. I'm getting ready to close here. We can come to the instruments. He's got a wine press. Jesus was pressed. The true vine was pressed in the Garden of Gethsemane. He was pressed beyond measure. And God had pressed him. But when, 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 when they're pressed, that vine being pressed, that oil that came out of it from the fruit. And there's a Holy Spirit waiting for you. The Holy Spirit baptism is waiting for you. God is ready through Jesus Christ to pour out the oil of the Holy Ghost. And imagine a power that no one in this world, that doesn't know Christ, that this world, they can't have. They know nothing about. But those that believe on Jesus Christ and those that come boldly to the throne of God, they can find that grace to help in time of need. How do you come and get it? Come boldly to the throne of God. Come boldly and get what you need from him. Come boldly yes. and say, Lord, I need it. Lord, I want it. I'm coming to the throne, oh God. And come with praise and thanksgiving and come get that connection that you need from God tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's come and let's pray. Let's come on. This is our time to pray.